Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Today, we're talking about relationships. Are you in it to win it? Are you really in your relationship to win it? And we're going to talk about this because it really depends on what your focus and your game plan are for your relationship. What is your ultimate goal within your relationship? For example, are your priorities being right and making the other person look wrong, okay? Or, or making sure they are wrong? Is there a hierarchy? Are you always focused on position? Are you always focused on competition? Because if that's where your focus is, it's toxic and you will never have a happy marriage or forget about the marriage, you'll never have a happy relationship. And it doesn't matter whether it's romantic. You could be a parent and you might be like this. And this is a great way to push your children away and create a lot of anger and resentment, right? Now, oftentimes people are like this for good reasons because they grew up this way, right? Oftentimes we we're harboring a lot of unresolved pain, trauma, sadness, often, you know, from childhood. And I want to talk about this because, you know, we've gotten really used to relationships being very codependent and, and toxic. In fact, we've become a lot more comfortable with them being that way. That has been the norm versus having a non-codependent relationship, a deeply, unconditionally loving relationship where we allow autonomy in the sense that we allow the other person to be who they are. And this can be really tricky, right, if you grew up in a family where all you saw were people trying to change and coerce and criticize and make others look wrong and right it it's it, it's tricky but we are moving into times of taking self-responsibility for the way that we are with ourselves and the relationship we have with ourselves and the relationships that we have with everyone this is this is going to these new times we're moving into now we're moving into a way for ourselves to be able to experience these relationships that allow for more freedom and, you know, more compassion, more fun, more appreciation and open-heartedness. That's where we're going. And that's why I'm having this conversation. You know, I want to throw out a few other examples that keep couples in all relationships, parent-child, co-worker, love relationship, it keeps people separated. You're separating yourself from the other person every single time. You might be focused on keeping score in the relationship. If you find yourself getting offended easily, that's a childhood wound, right? That's my opinion. That goes way back, right? And, and honestly, when we're the type of person who gets offended easily, that really has a lot to do with our own feeling uncomfortable 
right? Feeling un unworthy at the end of the day. So are you focused on keeping score? Uh, are you focused on making sure things are even? And if they're not, right, getting bent out of shape, look where that focus is, right? That's where your focus is. Your focus will never be on love. Your focus, if you're, you know, keeping score and you're trying to be right and you're trying to prove your point and you always have to have your way and that is a sure sign that you need a lot of love from you to you. It really is about self-love because you can't give to anybody else what you don't give to yourself first. And you may not really understand what that means. What that means is when you're able to look in the mirror and you're able to be honest with yourself about what you don't like, and when you make that choice to do better on your behalf for you, and you step into a place of, okay, I'm being open now with myself. You don't have to share this with other people. They're going to see the change if you start to do this, though, uh, because they're going to want to hang out with you a lot more often. You actually begin to see the things that you don't like and you get to a level of, you can get to a level of surrendering, right? Accepting and surrendering. Your ego wants to hold on so tightly to the wounded child inside of itself. To be honest with you, this is what I call the ego, right? The wounded child. Because this is, my feeling is, this is a great way to have people understand this. This is what I've found in my practice. And when you realize, you know, like the little kid on the playground who nobody wants to play with, that could really be the beginning of that person pulling away and isolating and not feeling safe, not feeling like they're okay, always feeling like something's wrong with them. They're not worthy. They're not good enough, right? And we've all experienced that. Whether you were a popular person or not, it doesn't matter. We've all experienced it. But this is really important when you can stand and look in the mirror and actually be honest with yourself about what you don't like. In that same moment, it's important to have compassion for yourself. You didn't just grow up this way. You are a product of your life. And I'm going to not really going out on a limb here, but I'm going to take a wild guess and say you experienced a tremendous amount of pain in your lifetime. Perhaps you had to jump in and be the strong one for your family at a young age, right? Perhaps you had to be the parent. Often, many of us had to become the parent before it was what we think the right time is to actually have to be a parent. Oftentimes, you know, I've worked with many, many people who were children and they were more of a parent within that family unit. So if you grow up this way and you start being this way, it's really out of protection. And you did the best that you could. We all did. But now we're learning. We're learning now that we can actually be a lot happier within ourselves. But the first step is starting to accept and to see the things, the parts of ourselves that we're not loving, 
but to also have compassion for those parts because those parts are like the little kid on the playground, right? And so it's important for us to kind of embrace ourselves. We're embracing our whole self. It's time to have love and compassion for the parts of ourselves that we don't love and that we try to run away from. Sometimes we can feel so much like we're in struggle with ourselves, right? In conflict with ourselves between what the heart wants and what the head is saying. And we're moving into the heart space. And in the heart space, when you allow yourself to actually connect there and to open your heart to yourself, you're going to open it to everybody else. And it's amazing, honestly. But you'll actually feel more confident because it's okay. You know, it's okay that we have these wounds within ourselves that need to be given some love, right? That need to be acknowledged. There's a little person inside of you, perhaps, that just never was heard, that just never had somebody's attention, right? Maybe you were never seen, you were never appreciated, you were never valued and loved the way you so deserve. And I want to let you know that it's true. You did deserve all of it. And what happens though, is that my experiences, and I teach a lot of people, right, how to do this, my experience is that we came here to be all of the people for ourselves. All the people that we were hoping would see us, love us, appreciate us the way that we wanted them to, we wanted them to say the right thing, to read our mind, all this stuff. There's a lot of, you know, fantasy rolled up here. It's really our place to step in, take ourselves by the hand and say, you know what? I love you enough that I'm going to stop this behavior or I love you enough that I'm going to start to love myself enough so that I can actually be nicer to me and to everybody else outside of me. And, you know, when you're feeling angry and resentful, you've learned to do life one way. And oftentimes you make a lot of rules for yourself. So you keep yourself from having happiness. You actually keep yourself unknowingly. I know because I've done it and I've seen a lot of people doing it. We don't know it, but we're keeping ourselves from like, you know, playing hopscotch or, you know, joining the crowd on the playground, so to speak. It's really um, the only way that we can really see these, this part of ourselves is if we allow for space and time and curiosity, of course, to go into these places where we don't feel, where we might feel slighted and we get offended easily. If this is you, then I'm talking to you. And I want to say that everything that I've mentioned here today has been something that I did. I was more focused on keeping score. I was more focused on having people do it all the right way or proving my point. I did it all. And I can tell you, it's exhausting. It's depressing. It leads to no good relationship. And it will always keep you separated from those you love until you learn that you need to give love to yourself 
first. And as soon as that connection is made, it begins to melt you and it begins to melt all the yucky stuff. I'm just having this conversation with you all today because we are moving into more of a powerful place where we get to feel good about ourselves. And if you are participating in, you know, the power struggles and this type of stuff in your relationships, you're not in it to win it. Well, excuse me, you might be in it to win it. But what are you really winning, right? If you're in it, in the relationship to actually win it, then you're probably wanting happiness, longevity, right? Connectedness. And it's funny though, how we go about it often the opposite way of what would be most, you know, beneficial and the greatest for all involved, right? The most loving and compassionate way for all. And a lot of this is being brave enough, loving ourselves enough to step into vulnerability. Vulnerability allows us to say, you know what? My bad. I can't believe that came out of my mouth. I am so sorry. I'm embarrassed, right? Been there, done that, right? We all have been there and we have all done that. So this is where I'm going to leave it today. I hope I'm giving you something to think about. Don't forget, you can make a different choice in every moment, in every situation, in every dynamic. There is always another way. And if you don't know the right way or a way that can be more loving and compassionate, then ask. Ask. If you believe in God, ask God. If you believe in the universe, ask whoever. I do believe that we have a lot of divine support around us. So call upon them. Love to you all. Talk to you soon.